This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Kicking Lifers out there, how are we today? Hope you're having a fantastic day. Kicking Life Guru Master Rich Grogan back with you. Hopefully you've had a fantastic uh, weekend, start to the week now on Monday. Looking good, feeling good. And of course, if it's later in the week you're listening to this, hopefully you've had a great week. Special guest today. I mean, we've had some super rock star special guests. And this uh, young man has been on the show before, but today he's celebrating his birthday. And we've also got a birthday celebration to producer John. John's out there. Give me the thumbs up. It's his birthday. And we're trying to debate on who's older here, producer John or this special guest. I'm not sure. As far as chronological age, I think we got it figured out. But we've discussed maybe maturity-wise, I don't know. I know maturity-wise, this guest is more, you know, uh, is older and more mature than I am. I know that for sure. So producer John, we're not exactly sure about. Anyway. Who is the special guest? He's been on here, and he just gave me he's been on here two times before. So what special way to be on to celebrate his ninth birthday? Yeah, I said that right. Nine years old. Nine times. Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? No? Okay. Who are we talking about here? My little buddy, Emmett Grogan. Emmett, say hello to everybody. Hi, everybody. And, yeah, yeah that's it? Just hi, everybody? Yeah. Good deal. Well, hey, I'm glad you're here today, buddy. You excited? Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for, yeah. To be here and uh, to be your birthday and all kinds of other great stuff. Yep. Good deal. We got all kinds of exciting plans for the day, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, tell tell our listeners uh, what kind of plans we've got for today. What are you planning to do? I mean, you wanted to be on the podcast, and here you are, and you and producer John celebrating the same birthday, which is pretty doggone awesome. But uh, mm-hmm. tell us what we got planned for today. Um. So today I'm having four. Isn't it four? Yeah, four I'm, kids spend four or five. I'm not sure. Four kids spend the night at five o'clock. They're coming over, and then we're gonna um, go bowling at Edison's. Maybe play some arcade games, and then go home. But the theme is Minecraft, so. Oh, Minecraft, good. And uh, I'm I'm the guy lucky enough to take you uh, four or five knuckleheads bowling. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. And uh, look out, Edison's, here we come. Special shout-out yep. to Edison's. Uh, they do an absolutely excellent job over there. Mr. McSparron, excellent work. Uh, keep up the great work. You know, we go there all the time, and we also do some cross-promotion with you guys. Yep. So it's one of my kids' favorite places to go. Yep. Good stuff. And that was uh, Emmett's place he wanted to go today with his buddies. Well, good stuff. So you're pretty excited today, huh? Yes. Yeah, count, mm-hmm. count down, and we're going to do, I guess when we get home, Mom's got some Minecraft stuff. I'm not much on the Minecraft. I don't know <laughs> a whole lot about it, but I know that's something you really enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Really? Awesome. Well, good stuff, little buddy. Well, I'm glad you're here today. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, yeah. Yeah, we do? Yes. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Well, before we go any further, though, I want to. Um, we got a special message from one of my mentors, and that's Professor Brandon Beliso. And he's been on the show a couple times, and we're going to start having Professor Bliso on on a little more regular basis. And also, if not every week, definitely every other week, having a little special message from him just to kind of talk about his inspiration, motivation, his service mindset, and all the things he's doing, not only to help out the martial arts community, but to help out the world in general, help our society become a better place, and help people live their best possible life. So, Professor Bliso, take it away. Confucius said it really, really well. If I live in the past, I'm depressed. If I live in the future, I'm anxious. But I live right here, right now, in this moment, then I will be fully present and I will be at peace. 
So that's really our goal. We hear it all the time in the martial arts about being present. It's in the moment, in the moment, in the moment. It's almost become cliche. I think the question becomes then, how do I stay in the present moment? Well, imagine the extreme, and here's that other visual. I have one foot in yesterday and one foot in tomorrow, and I'm peeing all over today. Yeah, that's pretty gross, right? But just for a moment, think about that. So if I could learn to stand in today, in this moment, with both feet fully planted, firmly in this moment, I offer myself the opportunity for balance and peace. So some of the things that help me a lot is whenever I find myself projecting into the future, I make it a point to take a deep breath. And as I breathe in, I say, I am breathing. And then as I breathe out, I say to myself, I'm grateful I get another day to live my best life. And the day is sometimes an hour long, sometimes it's a minute long, sometimes it's a second long. When I find myself projecting into the future, it's very important for me to just be very mindful to be present for one second. One second becomes two, two seconds become three, three become four, and then pretty soon I'm fully present in each and every moment of the day that I'm in. And that's why the present is called the present, because it is truly, truly a gift. So being mindful of your breath helps facilitate that. When I catch my mind playing tricks on me and racing, I'm mindful to breathe and bring myself back to the center. The breath is really the key. The breath is really the key because your breath is in this moment. Because if I do not breathe in this moment, what happens after three to four minutes? Your brain dead, right? So be very, very mindful to be present in this moment and you offer yourself the best chance of peace, happiness, and success. Wow. Fantastic. Woo. Good stuff as always. And uh, he's exactly right. You know, oftentimes we've got one foot thinking about yesterday, one foot thinking about tomorrow. And as he put it, you know, we're kind of sometimes peeing on the day because we're not focusing on what's here right now. And uh, great analogy and well put. Emmett's giving me the look like, what in the world? But that's, uh, and that was something actually Emmett had mentioned the other day to me was he came and he watched, you know, Kung Fu Panda about today being the present. You know, it's a present. It's a gift. That's why it's called the present. And oftentimes we live in the past. We live in what's going to happen in the future. But we forget about what's happening right here, right now, the present. And that's going to be a big part of our podcast right now. Emmett, you remember the other day when you were telling me about that? I, yeah, yes. We, I think the saying was... Okay, help me out here, buddy. Um, yesterday is history, tomorrow is mystery, but today is a gift. That is why it's called the present. Holy cow. Woo, well done. Could you say that one more time? Go ahead and lean into the microphone. I want to make sure our listeners heard that, buddy. Go ahead. Uh, so yesterday is history, tomorrow is mystery, but today is a gift. That is why it's called the present. The present. Absolutely excellent. So we want to make sure we enjoy the present of today, the gift that we're receiving today, right here, right now. Right, little buddy? Yes, sir. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. Well, Professor Bliso, as always, thank you so very much for those inspiring words and that, uh, you know, my hashtag, right hook of reality, bang, there it is right at you. Not only by Professor Bliso, but here Emmett came with his left hook of reality. Boom, bang, bing. A couple of them right at you there. So good stuff. So Emmett, uh, let's tell the listeners about what we did earlier this week. You and I, uh, we, we go every Wednesday to the ice rink and uh, Emmett's homeschool. So part of his PE curriculum is going to the ice rink and skating, which I love. And a lot of you know that I played hockey at a pretty elite level for a, a long, long time. But the truth be told, and I, and I didn't realize this until I started thinking back, I haven't, and I've laced up the skates going to the public sessions, but I haven't, you know, decked out the full equipment and actually played in a pickup game or actual game. And you ready for this, guys, girls, folks? 17 years. I couldn't believe it because the last time I actually skated, com- I don't know if it's competitively or not, but it was uh, – well, it was for a league, kind of a men's league. It, well, I was 30 years old, and I'm 47 now, so it's been 17 years. I could not believe that. Uh, anyway, I got out there, and I was a little on the rusty side, and I'm telling you what, I'm a little tender today. I actually scheduled a massage for yesterday to help work out those muscles that got skated and worked pretty hard, but it was great. It was really, really great. And, uh, it was, well, guys I'm playing with, the average age was 20-something, so... <laughs> They schooled me a little bit, but I felt good about being out on the ice. But prior to that, Emmett and I had a chance to uh, skate like we do in the sessions, but also since it was a small turnout at first, we got a chance to pass the puck around, take some shots, and we had a couple fights, a couple hockey fights. And I'll tell you, 
I haven't uh, I haven't gotten whooped in a hockey fight in 17 years simply because I haven't been <laughs> in a hockey fight in 17 years. So <laughs> that's probably the biggest reason. But Emmett decided to take it to me, and uh, we posted a video. My wife was there. She filmed it. So there's a video of our hockey fight on our Facebook page, uh, Kicking Life Guru and Rich Grogan. Go to Facebook. Check it out. Now, the reason I want you to check it out, one, it's pretty dang cool. Two, I, I need to know, I need you guys to post in the comment box who won the fight. Now, Emmett thinks he did. I don't know. It's up for debate here. So far, uh, everybody that's commented is going for Emmett. I don't know if they're going for him because he was eight. Well, he was eight years old a couple days ago. He's nine now. So I don't even know if I don't want to hockey fight him anymore now that he's nine. But everybody's going with Emmett. I don't know because he's eight years old or because he actually whooped me. So, Emmett, you want to tell our listeners about the, the hockey fight there and, and your take on it? What, what happened there? Well, uh, talk to me. Um, well, basically, I don't know how to explain. Oh, you're not explaining. We're going at it. What'd you do? You knocked my... Yeah, I knocked your helmet off. Then I pulled your jersey over your head, got you in some kind of, like, headlock thingy. I don't know what it was, but... And then what'd you do? Skated away with your arms in the air in celebration, right? <laughs> yeah, I think he got me, folks. Um, yeah, we were grappling around there, and he knocked my helmet off and then grabbed the jersey, pulled it over the head, old-school hockey, and then roughed me up a little bit and then skated off and uh, with his arms in the air like he just won. So I don't know. Like I said, go to my Facebook page, check it out, like it, comment below on who you think won the scuffle here, uh, and we'll go from there, I guess. Like I said, I haven't been whooped in a hockey fight in 17 years, and that's simply because <laughs> I haven't been in a hockey fight in 17 years. So. Back in the day, I used to drop them all the time, and yeah, the old you win some, you lose some. I think I've probably lost more than I won, but it is what it is. Now I'm I'm resulting to fighting, I guess, eight nine year olds and still getting whooped. So I don't know where I go yeah. from here. Wow. Yeah, and I haven't gotten beat from a hockey fight until I was eight. <laughs> Listen to that kid over there. Oh goodness gracious! But the big thing is, did you have a good time, buddy? Mm-hmm. That was really fun. Awesome, buddy. Awesome, awesome. It was good that mom got a chance to come and see you because you've gotten so much better, and then your sister was there. It was pretty good. Had a whole crowd for dad getting whooped. Yep. So good stuff. Hey, before we go any further, i got to make a, a special shout-out to a couple friends that I saw last night at a, uh, a fundraising event, and one is a special shout-out to our shirt lady, or as she's uh, known here, is the shirt gal, and that is Miss Kelly Tracy, or I like to call her Kelly Tracy, Tracy Kelly, Kelly Tracy, Tracy Kelly, as always, thank you so very much for all the wonderful things you do with our logos, our designs, our shirts, our T-shirts, our hoodies, our sweatshirts, everything else you do. You and your staff up there are top-notch, and that's why we go to you. And wow, wow, wow. It was great seeing you last night at the fundraiser event. And keep up the great work. And um, uh, what else are I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get tongue-tied here thinking about it. But uh Folks, if you need somebody to design shirts for you, that's the place to go. She's in Marine, Illinois, and she rocks it out. At, I don't know how many different designs and logos, and every year we have something different for our um, our uh, summer T-shirts, and she helps with those designs. So, Kelly Tracy, Tracy Kelly, thank you so very much. And the second shout-out is for a young lady who's running for circuit judge of Madison County. And I'll tell you what, those that live in Madison County, even those that don't, Madison County is a little bit of a mess. Actually, it's a lot of bit of a mess. <laughs> but here's the thing. This young lady is a wonderful, wonderful person inside and out. And she, her and her husband both served in the military, very honorably in the military. And everything she's done with her current position as a judge, outstanding. She leads first with her heart and does the right thing to really try and help our society become a better place to live. That's why I connect with her so well. Every time I'm in an event, it seems she's there as well. And then also every year for sure, she's at the book reading event that the uh, Edwardsville School District puts on, kind of the Dr. Seuss, um, oh, yeah, goodness gracious, I forgot the name of the thing, but it's uh, every year the Edwardsville School District puts it on where they have uh, community, I don't want to say celebrities, but I feel like you know what it is? called Read to America or oh, something. there we I go. I feel like I don't remember but i feel like it had something like that in i it. think you were right little buddy thanks for helping dad out here yeah read to america or america's reading night out anyway she's always there and i'm always lucky enough usually to have her room right across from my room so the kids get to go from whatever i'm reading right over to her so they get a right and left hook of awesomeness and reality 
and it's a good one-two punch combo. And that young lady is those voters. Listen to the name because this is who you want to vote for. And, you know, I don't ever get political on my show here, but this is something I truly believe in my heart because she is a good person, and this is what we need, more good-hearted people out there spreading our message of positivity, building that tribe of putting others first. And that is Miss, uh, Mrs. Sarah Smith, total rock star. So, Sarah, I talked to her last night. Thank you for your time. And she's also going to be on our podcast in the near future, which will be awesome. And then we're working together on doing something for the Edwardsville community. We've got the Wildy Theater here in Edwardsville. It's an old theater that's been restored. We want to collectively work together and do a community-wide self-defense slash bully awareness, self-empowerment uh, free event for all the people in the Edwardsville community. And, uh, you know, surrounding communities can come too. So we're going to work on getting that set up as well. So just doing some more stuff for the community. Once again, folks, to get that message out to our tribe, to build that tribe of, of you know, the square pegs, square pegs in the round hole, which, as you know, and a, a little refresher, the book, I sent it to the editor, and he sliced and diced it up, which is, you know, what editors do. But the good thing that came out of it, aside from, um, well, I guess a lot of good things came out of it. One thing came out of it I already knew, and the editor said, man, you got to work on your focus. And I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> but the other thing, the good, good thing, he said, we've got enough content for a series of books. So that's exactly what we're going to do. Square peg, round hole. There's going to be a series of books. The first one we're going to start off with is, and we don't have the exact title yet, but it's going to be something around living the black belt principles or life with the black belt principles or excelling with the black belt principles. But it's all about the square peg, round hole, manners, discipline, respect, living those principles, standing out in the crowd, not being afraid to make eye contact, not being afraid to raise your hand, not being afraid to stand up for others, not being afraid to say please and thank you, and not being afraid to live by the golden rule. Now, I know it sounds crazy. Why would anybody be afraid to live by the golden rule? Well, I think society is afraid of that simply because it doesn't happen that often. And Emmett, you and I were talking about the golden rule. You remember what the golden rule is? Treating others how you would like to be treated. Boom. Did you hear that, folks? Treating others. I, I just forgot it. What is the golden rule? How you would like <laughs> to be treated. Oh, I hope I didn't forget it. No, exactly right. Treating others the way you want to be treated, right? Mm-hmm. You want people to treat you with respect yep. and kindness and courtesy. What do you need to do for others? Treat them like how you want to be treated. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty simple, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's, I'm just going to say, it's, it's just, it, it's easy to treat others how to be, how you want to be treated, but it's just as easy to not treat others how you would like to be treated. But it's all your fault if you treat someone how you like to be treated, and then you'll be treated good. And if you don't treat someone good, then they're not going to treat you good. So it's all your fault if you get treated good or bad from meter decisions. Wow. Excellent. Well said, little buddy. Thank you. And we've been talking a lot about that, you know, kind of your fault, meaning you accept responsibility, right, bud? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you uh, yep. do your best, you become your best. And if you don't, you won't. So if you become your best, whose fault and who's responsible for that? Yourself. Yeah. And if you choose not to do your best and you don't become your best, who's responsible for that? Whose fault is that? Yourself. So wait a minute. You're telling me if you're successful because you worked your your tail off, that's your fault because you accept responsibility for working hard? Yep. And you're also telling me if you like fail a test at school or don't succeed at something, you don't pass your belt test because you didn't put in the work, you didn't put in the effort, that's also your fault? Yes. Whoa. Did you hear that, folks? Now, that's a huge right hook of reality. That might be a right round cook. Round, round kick. Right. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Emmett? Round, right. I don't know. I don't even know either. Right round kick of reality. That's a tongue twister. We were, speaking of tongue twisters, here, here's my, you know, uh, lack of focus. Boop, squirrel. There it is. Is uh, What were we saying in the warm-up before the, the show? Ow, now, brown, cow. Uh, uh, red leather, yellow leather, yellow leather, red leather. Uh, I know, it's tough, isn't it? Folks, you try and say that. Red leather, yellow leather. Yellow leather, red leather. Ah, oh, Dad got it. Let's see if you can get it. Uh, red leather, red... Y- Uh-oh. <laughs> I can't even say the first word. Red leather, yellow leather. Le- yellow leather, red leather. Le- leather. La, 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 la. It's tough. I don't know how many times I've uh, practiced it and goofed it and everything else. What was the, uh, the new one we threw at him? So, folks, you got a lot of tongue-tied twisters to work on here. Mm-hmm. Iris wristwatch. Iris... No, I, I think I messed it up. Irish. There it is. Irish wristwatch. There it is. Irish, Irish, w- <laughs> Irish, 
Okay, you say it again. I <laughs> Anybody at home, are you getting this thing? <laughs> Come on now. If you're listening to it in your car, say it with your kids. If you're listening at work, try and say it with your, your colleagues there. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch? Oh, I got it. Nice. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch, red leather, yellow leather, yellow leather, red leather, Irish wristwatch. Whoa. Back at you, man. Emmett says, I don't think so. All right, good stuff. Well, we need to move on with the show here. We're having tons of fun, but we <laughs> this is a good time. So we've had uh, quite the celebrity list on the uh, podcast of late. So if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, make sure you go back and do so. Uh, two podcasts ago, we had, well, actually three ago, we had Professor Brandon Beliso, and we already heard a special word from him. Excellent, uh, excellent words and suggestion and advice, philosophy, everything he throws at us all the time. So thank you so much, Professor Beliso. Two shows ago, we had Benji Molina, which is a um, uh, World Series champion, two-time gold-gloving winning catcher. Well, all, or, the main, all the Molinas are. All the, good drop in, Emmett. All the Molinas are. And Emmett had a chance to listen to that and look over the book with me that uh, Benji Molina wrote. And uh, it's Molina's story. About his, his, mostly it's about his father raising three dynamic, wonderful young men that grew up to be professional catchers in the major in major league baseball and that's benji jose and our youngest is yadi and yadi or melina he plays with the st louis cardinals here and he's uh he's still active and still playing as a matter of fact yadi and jose are coaching the puerto rican uh, baseball team over the winter break here so that, that's pretty awesome but anyway benji is a absolute inspiration motivation on positivity and just spreading the the gift of of giving back kind of the golden rule we were talking about helping others, treating others the way that you want to be treated. Fabulous. And then our last podcast, we had uh, Master Karen Eden on. She was, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it, she was the first, first philosophical uh, a female martial artist. And she really took a chance because, one, back in the 80s and 90s, being a female martial artist was kind of out there. But then to really buck the, the system, if you will, she turned the philosophical side into things which is really going back to the roots where martial arts kind of started with the, the monks and the Buddhist temples and peace and serenity. It kind of turned into a little bit of a egomaniac male macho society. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, we got a lot of that going on today. So for her to take a chance like that uh, inspired me and inspired millions of others. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, please listen to it. And I'm going to have both uh, Benji and uh, Master Karen Eden on future podcasts. And uh, Benji's got some great friends out there, Tim Tebow, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kurt Warner, and we're going to have those guys on the podcast as well. So just continuing to build our tribe with positivity, continue to spread the word about the golden rule, about planting the right seeds, about inspiring and motivating others to believe in themselves to live their best kick in life. And that's the whole essence of the Kick in Life podcast. Right, buddy? Mm-hmm. And it's really over there sitting patient. Good. And when we talk about kicking life, what does that mean? What does Dad talk about all the time about kicking life? When life does what? When life knocks you? When life knocks you down. Not if, when it knocks you down. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Did, did you hear what Emma just said, folks? Not if, but when. What does that mean? It means knife. Knife. <laughs> knife hand, pseudo hand. Life, hand, hand. <laughs> life um, will knock you down, but the important thing is to always get back up and battle through. Nice. We had some shirts at the academy. What'd they say? Battle. Through it. Uh, and, oh, like, overcome, succeed, battle through. <laughs> yeah, battle, overcome, <laughs> succeed, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of all talking about what we talk about not only on the Kickin' Life podcast, but uh, just, well, actually, every night at the academy, all about battling through, persevering, uh, battle, overcome, succeed, because not if, but oh, when man. life kicks your butt and knocks you down, you got to battle through and get right back up, right? Awesome. Yes. So, Emma, continue to talk about what we talk about at the Academy there. What's our word of the month this month? Uh, Mudo, which means living up to the black belt principles, which, like, means, like, living up to the things that your parents have taught you good, like maybe your respect, cleaning after yourself, and, like, listening to things that the podcast has taught you, like like getting up when life knocks you down and, like, Stuff like that, it just means, like, doing what you've been taught to do good. Kind of the golden rule? Yeah. What's the golden rule again? 
treating others how you'd like to be treated. Holy cow. Folks, did I say you're in for a treat today? Fresh, nine years old, just today. What do you think? You think he's got a career in speaking here? Well, I'll tell you, last mm-hmm. night at the academy, he's part of our TNT program. TNT is teacher and training, and it's all about leadership development, the courage and confidence and belief in yourself to stand up in front of others, to inspire them and motivate them to become their very best. Well, last night, Emmett was eight. Now, today he's nine. We get that. But he was eight years old last night, and uh, he's part of the TNT program. He's actually a STORM member. What STORM stand for? Special team uh, of something. Oh, special team of role models. a boy. That's exactly what it means. So he's uh, earned his STORM badge. But what he did last night and something he's been doing more and more of, we do a little thing at the beginning of the night called a power chat. And the power chat is all about starting off on the right foot, kind of emptying your cup, all the thoughts, everything that happened during the day. But most importantly, helping friends come out of their shell, especially when we have new friends at the studio. So we talk about you have to share your name and one thing you're proud of or one thing you're happy about. And what was last night's message, buddy? Uh, um, what's your favorite ice cream? I suggest <laughs> I suggested what's your uh, what you want for Christmas, but uh, Kelsa said Kelsa Wilkening, uh, also Nathan said we've done that one a lot. So let's do do something uh, different. And, yeah. and the whole point is, here's Emmett, eight years old, in front of kids that, uh, you know, we've got some younger, some older, some kids old as 10, 11 uh, in that class, and there's 25 of them kind of sitting around, and he's work, doing a stretch with them, one leg out, stretch the leg, go around, introduce your, or say your name, and what's your favorite ice cream? Just something to get them used to talking out in front of others, and obviously talking in a respectful manner, but saying their name out loud, and that helps the new kids feel welcome. It also helps the kids even have been there for a while to take on more of a leadership role so uh, they can uh, work toward to show the example for the new kids that are coming in. Excellent. So then what we do is we line up for class, and there's 25 white and yellow belts in this beginner's class, and here's Emmett, probably one of the smallest ones, uh, and he's a green belt now because he's worked his butt off for well, his whole life. He's in front of the class leading exercises, leading warm-ups, and the parents are like, holy cow, and eight years old in front of the class. Now the whole point of that, once again, building our tribe of positive, motivated, inspirational kids who turn into teenagers and adults, but we want to start that leadership right here, right now. So good stuff, little buddy. And let's remind our listeners again, our word of the month is MUDO, and what is MUDO? Living up to the Black Belt Principles. Living the Black Belt Principles. Why don't we go ahead and share with our listeners, what are the Black Belt Principles? Now, these are the Black Belt Principles we've created for our academy. It varies at different studios, but uh, these are the ones that are tried and true and the most dear to my heart. Um, I have almost 40 years in martial arts. Out of all the others, I tried to wrap them up into these eight virtues that I think are important. Go ahead, buddy. It's the first one. Humility, uh, courtesy, bravery, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, perseverance, and then what we say, mudo, so living up to the black belt principles. That's awesome, buddy. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And um, humility is always number one uh, simply because – that's where it all starts. If you're not humble, you kind of have a op- or a closed mind. You're unable to accept new knowledge. And I just finished an article for the Dojo Nation Times, and it's going to be a big hit. I'm happy about that. In the title of the article was Ego versus Humility. And I can tell you from experience, even though I didn't want to admit it, uh, the truth be told, my ego was up there. I was with an organization that continued to pump that ego up in regards to, even though we told others to empty their cup and we teach the students to and empty your cup means you open your mind up you let all the thoughts and actions emotions anything that's going on go away so your cup your mind is empty so you can fill it full of knowledge but uh, if you've got too much ego you don't empty your cup because you think you know everything you think uh, there's nothing you can learn and unfortunately I lived that life for too long so that's why I'm so adamant now about humility being number one simply because I know what a transformational change it's been in my life you know, heck, I'd, I would have to say 42 years, and I wasn't so close-minded, but I definitely wasn't as open-minded as I need to be. Now I'm absorbing knowledge like a sponge more and more and more and more because I continue to put humility first, realizing there's things I don't know. You know, and when, when, if once you realize that you don't know what you don't know, and the only way to learn what you don't know is to surround yourself with people that know what you don't know, that's a huge step in the right direction. Your mind is open. You're like, yes. And a lot of us, you know, I never would have, you know, somebody would have said that I was closed-minded. I probably would have, it would have been confrontational. No, I'm not. And got all mad and upset. 
But the truth be told, now that I'm looking back, you know, I, I chose not to self-educate. I chose not to read books. I chose not to go to different events and surround myself with other people because I was kind of, I don't know, the seeds that were planted were, well, I guess martial arts industry, there was always the saying of you couldn't have a successful studio and teach quality martial arts. Well, that's ridiculous. But I used to believe that. Well, why? Because that's what was pounded in my head for, well, as long as I can remember as a martial artist. That's not true. The truth is you can have both. You've got to work extremely hard at it, but you can have both. And the same thing with anything in life. You're willing to put in the work. You're willing to put in the time. You're willing to self-educate, focus, learn what you don't know. You can accomplish anything. And I hear people say all the time about luck. Luck, luck, luck. Well, here's my definition of luck. Luck is when preparation, what you've prepared for, is met with that one opportunity. You've prepared for it. That opportunity comes. If you're prepared, you create your own luck. If you're not, then that opportunity is going to go by the wayside. And I hear people say, well, I don't know. I can't you know, study in this and that. What if it never happens? Well, I don't know. What if it does? That's the way I look at it. So that's your choice, how you spend your time. But a big part of um, everything we talk about here is self-educating to become your very, very best. Something mess- the message we talk about at the Academy all the time are living the black belt principles, as Emmett just alluded to, and Humility is always number one, and perseverance is always the last one because that's kind of the bottom, the foundation. Because once life has knocked you down, you've got to believe in your enough, yourself enough to persevere and get back up. Good stuff, good stuff. So, Emmett, um, we, I, w- I want to ask because I'm sure the listeners are curious, only being eight years old. When you're standing in front of the class there, are you a little bit nervous? Yes, and that's a good thing. Cause How is that a when, good thing? Holy cow. Because when you're nervous you get the chance to battle through, overcome, and then do, like, you'll, like, battle through, overcome. It's good to be able to know how to do that because when, like, you have to do something extremely, like, that, like, doing something you've never done, like, let's say shaking someone's hand that you don't know, um, it's good to be nervous otherwise because that way you know how to get through it. So you learn how to overcome fear and battle through adversity? Yep. So even though things are fearful, you're going to uh, use those things you've battled through before as kind of your foundation, if you will, kind of your, uh, hey, I've done this before, I can do it again mindset. Is that right? Yep. Awesome, buddy. Yes. Very, very good. Thank you. Uh, I'm proud of you, man. That's good stuff. So you just overcome those nervous fears and get out there and do it, right? Yes. Awesome, awesome. Well, that's good. And also being nervous means you care, right? Yeah, it really does. It means you care. You want to do your very what? Best. And as we talked about earlier on the show, you do your best, you become your... Best, and if you don't, you won't. Booyah! Nice. And uh, for our listeners at home, they've heard this before, but you know we talk about this all the time. You get what you earn, right? Yes. So does everybody get a belt? Does everybody get a stripe? No. No? Why not? Is that being mean? Am I a mean guy? No, it's because, let's just say, this... This one kid practiced. Well, you've gave, you said this story before, but I'm just going to no, say No, you again. tell it, baby. Go ahead, buddy. Because um, just say this one kid practiced like a ton for, uh, how about his new belt? And this like other kid, I guess, didn't practice at all, and he didn't do that good, the kid that didn't practice. And the kid that did literally great from all that practice, they got the same award. Like that's spoiling the kid that didn't do it. And then the other kid is going to think, hey, I got the same award, so now I don't have to practice because um, he got the same thing. And then the, the kids just think you're going to get anything if, even if you don't practice. Wow. Folks, did you hear that? Fantastic. Fantastic. And here's the thing. I know some people, and I often get debated on this, and they say, well, some kids are more talented than other kids. Some kids do things other kids can't do. Some kids... La, 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 every excuse in the world. Here's how I evaluate and will always evaluate. It's from the heart, and that is effort, I'm sorry, attitude and effort, or effort and attitude, they interchange. If you have the right attitude to put forth your very, very best, that's number one. And the second is the effort itself. If you put forth your very best, that's all I ever ask for. If you do that, you're going to get better. And if you don't, you won't, and it's simple as that. The reason we push the kids, we set them up for success because we want them to succeed. But most importantly, we want them to develop that self-confidence, that inner belief in themselves, to believe in themselves to do it. 
and hopefully they're never confronted with a bull. Well, they're going to be confronted with a bully, and that just happens. But hopefully it's never physical. Even if it is, they've got that inner confidence to believe in themselves because they've conditioned themselves to battle through, and that's how they succeed. So that's empowering them with positivity. It's not giving them a false sense of hope. It's making them work for it because I can't be with them on the playground. I can't be them within life. I can't be if somebody tries to abduct them. But they have to have that inner confidence, inner power, and belief in themselves. So that's all we evaluate on. It's from the heart for myself and all our instructors and our staff members. They're all homegrown, meaning they've been brought up in this culture, this environment of doing your best. You become your best, believing in yourself. But you have to earn it. And you have to earn it because it's the right thing to do. It's setting kids up for future success, not setting them up for future failures. Not setting them up when they get out in the real world and they, uh, not everybody gets a trophy, kicks in. That's tough. That's real tough. All we ask for, attitude and effort. The attitude that I'm going to do my best and the effort to actually do it. Boom. Is that pretty fair, buddy? Yeah, I think it really is. Okay, well, thanks. I got Emmett's seal of approval there. So we're excited and happy about that. So the next thing I want to talk about on the podcast is, and Professor Beliso brought it up in his little segment there, about staying present, living in today. And oftentimes I'm just as guilty uh, thinking of the past or thinking ahead, but overlooking right here, right now. And right here, right now, I'm in studio with my own podcast, Kicking Life Guru, Kicking Life Podcast with the Kicking Life Guru. And I'm not saying that to brag or to boast or to pat myself on the back. I'm just saying that I am so very grateful for the opportunity to be here to talk to millions and millions of people. And what I'm also grateful for is here on my little buddy's ninth birthday, Emmett is in here in studio with me and the ability for him to share his message with thousands and millions of different listeners out there. It's absolutely incredible. So my big, biggest focus for myself is to stay present, focus on the priorities in life. And the priorities in life are right here. My little buddy Emmett, my best buddy Austin, my Princess Madeline, my beautiful wife Desi, and all our staff members at the studio, our students, and my thousands and thousands of fans and followers. I want to continue doing everything I can to give you the very best of me each and every time you hear me, each and every time you see me, but to stay present mind focused and knowing that the purpose is to inspire others, the purpose is to spend quality time with others, especially family. And that is what it's all about. And that's why I work so hard. And that's why, you know, you hear Emmett um, kind of conditioning his little mind and the others to have that message of the golden rule, the golden rule of putting others first, treating others the way you want to be treated. And that's the only way, folks, we're going to, you know, I don't want to say bring it back, but we've definitely slid off the wayside of the golden rule. We definitely slid off the wayside of the present focus. And a lot of that has to do with social media. Now, I realize without social media, I, I wouldn't have the voice that I have right now. But I also realize on social media, there's a lot of negativity out there, a lot of negativity. And that can engulf you and suck you in. And before you know it, you spend hours upon hours looking at garbage on social media. And what does that do? That's like polluting your, your mind when it is, not like it is, polluting your mind with filth. It's like planting garbage. And when you plant garbage, what are you going to get, Emmett? Garbage. <laughs> and if you plant like like strawberries or something like good, like Let's just say an apple tree, and you're going to get an, an apple tree, a good apple with it. And if you plant garbage, you're going to get garbage. That's right, buddy. Good. And those thoughts and uh, everything inputted into our brain, that's what we're planting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. It really is. Well said again, little buddy. Excellent job. I'm super proud of you, my man. Thank you. Good. You know, I've had, I don't know how many guests sit in that chair that you're sitting in right there and uh, other people that... Uh, well, or celebrities, and they were nervous. And I know you're a little bit nervous, but I'm super proud of you at nine years old overcoming your fears and doing this. And the fact that you wanted to do this and you wanted to spread this message with the world, I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm always proud of you. Thank you. And once again, I don't know if I'm so proud of you of beating me up the other day on the ice. Uh, and listeners, make sure when you're done with the podcast <laughs> here to go to our Facebook page and check it out. Um, and, and, you know, cast your vote. Put in the comment section below who you think won the fight. Emmett's over here laughing. All right. So far, everybody is sided with Emmett. I don't know. But um, back to what we were talking about, folks, about living in the present, living in the right here, right now. It can be tough. It can be really, really tough, especially 
We're all, unfortunately, we're addicted to our cell phones. You know, we hear the buzz, the tweet, the bing, the ding, whatever goes off. And there's a, there's a silly commercial on right now. You see it. People are carrying furniture and their cell phone goes off and they drop the furniture. People are uh, carrying uh, their, their kid and their cell phone goes off. They drop the kid. I mean, it's just goofiness. But it's unfortunate. We hear the ding, the bing, the buzz, the does, or whatever else goes off on our cell phone. And our attention, bang, is automatically shifted toward that. And the bad thing about that is, yeah, I guess that's living in the present, what's going on, but you're neglecting all the beauty that's going on around you. And, of course, if you're doing something, if you're driving a car <laughs> and you're distracted by the bing, the ding, the buzz, it does, what happens? Well, you're putting everybody, including your, your own family's lives, in danger by checking the, uh, the, uh, the phone there and whatever tweet or text or Facebook message or whatever pops up there. And, you know, I'm just as guilty. I'm working on it. I say these things so I can hear them too because I need to work on them as well. But just a constant reminder, let's live in the present. Let's focus on the beauty we have right now and to plant the right seeds. One last thing before we sign off here, and I'm just going to briefly touch on this and tease you because this is going to be on a future podcast. I actually did a couple video blogs on this. And as always, you can find my video blogs on my Facebook page. I've got uh, the fan page is Kickin' Life Guru, and then my personal page is Rich Grogan. Uh, make sure you subscribe to both. We've got a um, YouTube channel as well that has, my goodness, 150-plus inspirational videos on there, video blogs, so check those out as well. And that's, uh, what is that, YouTube, Kickin' Life Guru. So you can check that baby out as well. And as always, you know, our podcast here, you can find us, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And it's at lineupmedia.fm, www.dot.dot.dot. There you go. Oh, that's a tongue twister. I should have done that for the tongue twister. Wait, why? <laughs> the three W's, dot kickinlifepodcast.com. And uh, make sure you subscribe to it, share it with others to continue to build our tribe and, you know, inspirational message for the world to hear because that's how we're going to do it, folks. That's how collectively we're going to make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by injecting that positivity, reminding people of the golden rule to help build that mindset. So the last little topic is it's more it's focused on what we're talking about with the present, but engagements or battles on Facebook, and I'm guilty of getting into these as well. You know, and you, it, those are battles. One, they're a waste of time. Two, you cannot win. And three, probably the most important but also the worst is when you're engaging in battles on Facebook or social media with someone you can't even see who probably has nothing better to do, you're taken away from the most sacred thing, your gift, your present of the day. You're taking time away from your family, your, your loved ones. You're taking time away from things you could be doing to better yourself to help out others. You're taking away from time that you could be self-educating to better yourself, to help better your family, to help better your position. So don't get engaged in those battles. I've done it too many times. And every time I do, I'm so frustrated at myself. So I'm frustrated at this person for whatever reason. They sent something that was totally disrespectful, totally rude. And who knows? Maybe that's who they are. Maybe they never learned the golden rule. Maybe they have nothing better to do. I don't know. But I do know I can't jump through the computer and smack them around as much as I'd like to. <laughs> that isn't possible. I can't do it. I can't fly to New York and smack them around. can't fly all over the place. All I can do is ignore them. And Professor Beliso, he uh, had a, uh, what did he have, um, one of his uh, live videos the other day, and he talked about block and delete. And he kind of sang a song, block and delete, block and delete. And that's what he does when he gets his haters on Facebook. Instead of engaging them, block and delete them. Instead of getting in an argument with them. And, I, and I, I've done it before, like I said, and all I know is I get frustrated, and I get more frustrated at the fact that I've spent too much time engaging somebody, which took away from my gift, the present, took away from my family, took away from uh, um, the beauty I could be doing, took away from the self-educating I could be doing to help deliver better messages to the fans and followers that want to hear the positive message. I know, it strikes me as odd, too, that someone wouldn't want to hear something positive, but as Benji Molina pointed out on a, a couple podcasts ago, he said that uh, you know people critiqued Jesus when he was here. They got onto him. They didn't, a lot of them didn't like him. Who are we to think that people aren't going to critique us? Who are we to think that people aren't going to like us? So the message, and uh, Master Karen Eden, she had referenced on her last, on the podcast she was on with us, all about be true to yourself, be true to who you are, and most importantly, always speak from the heart, and you will develop the followers you want. And that's why this podcast is so important. I want to develop the followers we have, and those that don't like it, you know what, 
Maybe they're not ready for it. Maybe they don't want to ever be ready for it. But I got to focus my message, and I'm asking you to do the same thing. Focus your message on your, your true belief. Be true to yourself, what's in your heart, and don't engage those negative keyboard warriors. Or in our martial arts industry, they're the keyboard warrior tough guys. Because it's kind of like the old, uh, well, my dad could beat up your dad when you're kids. But these guys have grown up to be adults now, <laughs> and they're doing the same thing. They're picking fights on social media and just, you know, they're the toughest people on the planet hiding behind the keyboard. But you know what? If that makes them happy, let them do that. But don't let those people ruin your day. Don't engage them. Steve Harvey once said, the, uh, all dogs howl at the moon. That's not news. But if the moon would howl back, that would be news. So you be the moon, you be the shining light that the dogs howl at, but don't you engage them by howling back. That was a beautiful message from Steve Harvey. So anyway, focus on the present. And Emmett, remind us again, what is the, uh, yesterday is a... Uh, okay. Yeah, um, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is mystery, but today is a gift. That is why it's called the present. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Great stuff, great stuff. Emmett, did you have a good time today? Yeah, it was really fun. Awesome. Did you have anything else you wanted to tell our listeners, buddy? Um, actually, a quick thing. Okay, go ahead, buddy. Um, I'm just going to say, always do MUDO, which means, you probably remember, but uh, follow the Black Belt Principles, Black Belt Principles, MUDO. <laughs> Nicely so. done. Let's remind our listeners, what are the Black Belt Principles again? Humility, courtesy, bravery, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, perseverance, then we say MUDO. Good, and the MUDO kind of solidifies it all together. And the literal translation of MUDO, folks, uh, anytime you see DO in anything kind of martial arts related or Asian related is uh, the Asian culture, doesn't matter if it's Chinese, Japanese, uh, Korean, it's the DO is the way of, like the path. And MU is kind of the martial arts symbol, and it's a militaristic discipline of higher learning. And uh, it's, it, martial arts is often called the art side, you know, martial arts. Art is like the art form, the beauty, the painting. Every motion is uh, uh, almost like a Picasso painting. Every time you see it, you should see something different. You should feel something different. But there's also the science part that's often overlooked. And the science is definitely the mental side of it, the philosophical side of it, that really brings it all together. So it's kind of a martial art science, if you will, balancing it all together. And the three aspects of every human being and the three aspects that every martial arts program or every life should have, you should have a physical aspect, a mental aspect, and a spiritual aspect. And a lot of times I mention the emotional as, and substitute for the spiritual, but basically the same thing. It's your inner spirit, how you feel about yourself, and that comes out in your emotions. It's almost like a three-legged table, right? Physical, mental, and spiritual. And if one of those legs of that table is missing, obviously it's going to fall. And a lot of times in our martial arts industry, it's only perceived as the physical side with not a lot of mental and definitely not a lot of spiritual there. But all three components are necessary, same as life. You need all three of those in order to have and live a balanced life. And that all starts with that inner belief in yourself. That spiritual side is so important. And when I say spiritual, you know, I believe in God. Matter of fact, a uh, little shout out, I'm going to be baptized in a few weeks. I'm extremely happy, honored, and, uh, you know, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it here. So that's going to be a great, great thing. It's been a long time coming, so I'm honored to have that done. But if, if um, your spiritual belief is not in God, that's okay. I just think everybody needs to have some kind of spiritual belief of a, of a higher power of some sort that is a guiding light bigger than you are to help you become your very best person. Whatever that may be, that's for you to decide. But just know we need those three areas, the mental, the uh, physical, and the spiritual, and they all need to balance in order to live a balanced life. And that's just uh, my belief and the studies I've done, the nearly 40 years in martial arts, the time I spent in Korea, and all the books I've read here, and just everything I try and do and try and bring to the table, I believe those are three huge table legs that all need to work together. What do you think there, buddy? Good stuff? Really is. Really good stuff? Mm-hmm. All right. Good job, buddy. Mm-hmm. So, Emmett, do you have any last closing remarks for our listeners here? Um, besides remembering Mudo? Not really, no. Oh, he's pounding the Mudo message in there. And uh, we, we say uh, Mudo, which, like I said, is kind of the way of militaristic discipline toward higher learning and bettering yourself. And we are, I guess, a literal definition. That would be the literal definition. But what we do to kind of help the kids understand it, we say Mudo is living the black belt principles, which encompasses the humility, the courtesy, 
the bravery, the honor, integrity, discipline, respect, and perseverance, working all those virtues and values together to live your best possible life, to live your best kicking life. life. There you go, buddy. And we got a plug in there. So Emmett, great stuff today, man. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, and you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, and you're welcome. So an exciting day. Emmett's uh, rip-roaring, nine years old. We're going to go have lunch and uh, just have an Emmett day today, right? Yeah. Yes. Good. Well, listeners out there, I hope you can have an Emmett day as well. And what I mean by an Emmett day is just live your best, uh, fantastic day. Smile. Be grateful for what you have. Count your blessings. And I promise the more time you spend counting your blessings and the things you're grateful for, the more things you're going to have to be grateful for. And, you know, once again, I peel back the layers of the onion here. I tell you, and it's coming from the heart. Everything I try and say and do doesn't mean I'm perfect by any means. I've made countless mistakes in the past. Holy cow. But I'm telling you, every day I do my best to be a better person today than I was yesterday. So I'm peeling back the layers of the onions, admitting my faults. And my faults were, you know what? I used to have a lot of negative thoughts. I didn't like it, didn't want them. But it seemed, uh, seemed like the more I focused on those, guess what I had? More negative thoughts. And now I'm focusing on the positivity. And uh, boy, oh boy, I'm spreading the message. And it seems like every place I go now, I've got people coming up saying thank you for inspiring me. And my return back to them, thank you so much for listening and making me, I'm honored that I'm inspiring you. So what I'm asking you to do now is to continue to build our tribe here and build that tribe by continuing to share this message, share this podcast, share my uh, video blogs with others to build that tribe. Because we are, we are working together to build a happier, healthier, and safer society so we can all live our best kicking lives. Good stuff, Emmett. All right, buddy. Well, um, um, I'm going to let you have the last closing remark. Tell everybody how I sound off every, uh, how I end every video blog, every podcast. Until we talk again. Uh, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be the very best. I also remembered one more thing. Oh, okay. To close, uh, um, like, if you just overcome your fears when you're nervous and mudo, so. Just that, that little part. Ah, isn't he great, folks? Oh, my gosh. Well, definitely give us some feedbacks on having him on the show. This is his third appearance, and he rocked it out as always. Well, little buddy, I love you, and we're going to have a fantastic day, aren't we? Yeah, I really think we are. Yeah, I know we are. It's going to be great. All right, folks, as always, thank you so very much. Please subscribe. Please share this message with others. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise. You'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.